Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Queen's Table. Um, the stakeholder from New Jersey, Amelia, and I have my special guest today, Dominique. So I'd like to welcome Dominique to the table today. Hi, Dominique, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I am quite well. So Dominique, I first want to thank you for your years of service. You know, um, we as Queens think a lot of everything, but just you having years of service is a, such an awesome thing. And I really wanted to welcome you to this podcast. And with that being said, we're just going to jump right on into it. So my first question is, give me a small glimpse of why you joined the military. And as an African-American woman, how was it? Ooh, well, I um, joined right after high school. I was 17 when I graduated from high school and um, I couldn't really get a full-time job. I come from a military background. My dad joined my two older brothers and my younger my younger brother also joined they both are um in the navy my dad was in the navy and my oldest brother is in the army so i came from that background and um i wanted to do something that would allow me to travel and to just gain some experience um and the experience was it had its ups and downs i can say that i, I met a lot of great people i got to travel the world i got to experience so many different cultures um, but as a black woman being in the military, I did face a lot of uh, a, a lot of hardships. One of the things that I did face uh, was a sexual assault. I was deployed with mostly men um, most of the time. My first two years were served in a combat zone and I was on the exped expeditionary um, combat team. And um, I was the only girl for about six months being on that team. Um, a lot of the times, a lot of the females that join service um, and are in jobs that specialize in like a uh, specialized fields. Like my job was a uh, military police. Um, they tend to be one of uh, not many women um, serving. Um, wow. So yeah, it was a it, it was a, a lot of things that I had to learn. I had to learn how to be independent. I had to learn to adapt to my environment. Um, uh, I had to learn how to adapt to uh, authority um, and um, pretty much being away from home at a young age took its toll, you know, and um, I grew up pretty quickly from it. And the uh, sexual assault, do they actually follow up with those? Or did you report in any of those cases? Well, you know, did they try them like they do right now? How? Give us a glimpse of maybe that. No, uh, sexual assault cases are are dealt with uh, on specific bases um, in the military. Most people do not speak up because they fear. My, my mine was that I feared of, of the mistreatment and the, the scrutiny that I would get from my command because most people get looked at in a bad light once they report something of that nature because usually it, it comes from somebody you know or somebody that is looked at um, in a high regard or a higher ranking so they have some type of say in your advancement or um, your day-to-day -day life pretty much so no I didn't report it at the time I wasn't a great advocate for myself um, and I would, I would definitely encourage other women who go through it to step up and re report it if they did go through something like that. And how many years did you serve in this? How many years did you serve? I did six years. Okay. So you did indicate that you did suffer from PTSD, if I'm 
state that correctly? PTSD, yes. I was diagnosed with post-traumatic yes. stress disorder. Um, Can you kind of give us a glimpse of that? Post-traumatic stress disorder uh, comes when you experience different, or not even different, it could be one specific trauma that might be hard to, to heal from. Um, one of my traumatic experiences was the, the sexual assault. I was also in a combat zone for my two years, my first two years of being in service. So I, I went through different things um, that I had to see and uh, do while while being there. Um, I battled inconsistent bouts of anxiety and depression. So that pretty much uh, pushed me to dive deep into my uh, spirituality. It was something that I, I didn't know that I would be pushed towards from dealing with this, but it, it, it helped me to grow and to become a better person from it. So how did you start writing? I started writing actually in my adolescent years. I was about 12 years old and I started with songs. I had a song book and um, I would spend all day in my room just writing songs. And then in high school, I transitioned to poetry. I realized that through poetry, I could express emotions that I might not necessarily be comfortable with speaking face to face. And I can make it sound as eloquent or as raw and uncut as I wanted it to sound. And it was me speaking through my, my, my words and evoking emotions through people who who experienced the same thing. The, the book that I wrote, Dark Night of the Soul, came about when I went uh, through periods of episodes of psychosis and it landed me in uh, the mental, uh, and, and it landed me in the, in the hospital for um, mental health. And I was compelled to write about my experiences in the military and going through a, a tough time and, and my trials and tribulations and how it helped mold me to grow and to overcome those obstacles. Okay. And how did you pick that title, Dark Nights of the Soul? <sighs> the Dark Night of the Soul is pretty much like a spiritual depression. A spiritual depression that you have to go through to gain a deeper uh, knowledge and understanding of your connection with God. And you cannot get to this understanding until you go through uh, this depression of coming face to face with humility, overcoming your obstacles and, and learning yourself, balancing the light aspects of yourself and the dark aspects because we all are, consist of light and dark energies. Neither can exist without the other. Sometimes at, at times in our lives, one may show up more than the other, but when you bring those two into balance, you create a sense of peace and harmony within yourself. And that is what A Dark Night of the Soul um, outlines. So you did state that you had a bout with um, mentalness. And I noticed that you did say that it caused you to also have your child taken from you for a bit. Can you explain a little bit more about that? Yes. Um, my son uh, had to stay with my mother while I was in the hospital. I actually spent two months in the hospital uh, dealing with my PTSD diagnosis. Um, 
it was probably the hardest time of my life because anybody that knows me knows that my my son is my well my children now my my daughter is 10 months old but at the time I just had my son my son is the most important thing to me so to have all of this these things stacked against me um and to to have uh people look at me in a negative light and then be in the hospital for mental health and to have my son taken away was was very um discouraging but within it all I didn't I never gave up I did everything that I had to do to get him back and um he's home now and he he definitely doesn't like to go uh anywhere that I'm not there and uh it was something that I had to overcome so I selected a couple of chapters from your book so could you give me an example how you picked these titles like one was called the shadow the shadows the shadows is um yes. that's the chapter um the shadows is the ch- is the chapter of going through um the start of my spiritual depression of or the the dark night of the soul the dark night of the soul where i actually went through um this is where i had to go through the hardest times of battling myself uh looking myself in the mirror and picking out those those dark aspects of myself and talking to them and and confronting them and and accepting them but at the time of the shadows it wasn't a time that uh that I was in acceptance or in balance so um yeah so it is it, pretty much the start of the spiritual journey yeah and how about the healing and acceptance healing and acceptance is a is when i got to a point of actually coming to into balance with uh with the light and dark aspects aspects of myself um and pretty much coming into a a knowing and uh, in a deeper understanding of what i was put here for and my divine purpose and being able to um accept and appreciate the fact that my obstacles were only um tools and stepping stones to propel me to my future and they weren't meant to be um uh punishments they're meant to be teaching uh lessons and and things that i had to go through to teach me how to become a better person so that i could help other people in the process and finally the transformation what about that transformation is pretty mm-hmm. is transformation is walking um walking in my purpose being able to be my true authentic self without the ego influencing my thoughts and 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 my um my behaviors so often we um we make decisions and we and we interact with people and we let external things influence us and that's coming from a place of ego but when you strip yourself of the ego you learn that everything is connected and when you when you realize that everything is connected you begin to appreciate all life you begin to appreciate all um all truths whether they differ from your own um yeah so that's about transformation transformation okay so at this time queens i must ask if anybody have any questions for dominique for me Hi Dominique, this is Chanita, the founder of Sister Co. I just want to thank you so much for joining us at the Queen's table. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for having me. 
You're welcome. Such a blessing. I want to first give you gratitude. I want to first let you know, thank you so much for your service. Thank you for serving the country <laughs> for us. That's number one. And then number two is, I think you are a very strong lady to really, um, you know, stand strong just to see and hear what you've been going through. And now you're standing strong for your kids and you just had a two month old baby. So I want to just commend you for that. So my question to you, Dominique, is how what how long did it take for you to recover? Hmm. It took me. Uh, I finished writing this book in a year, and it took me three years. It took me three years because a lot of the things that I wrote in my poems happened after that I wrote them. So the whole process took about three years total of diving deep and, and getting to know myself and sorting and going through um, different emotions and analyzing them. And because um, people think when you, uh, a dark night of the soul isn't something that um, isn't common um, in the spiritual community is something that uh, that a lot of people know about. Uh, and you don't necessarily go through one dark night of the soul. You can go through multiple um, at different periods of times in your life. So at this point in time, it, it, it's taken me three years. Wow. 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 Right. God is so good. Oh, my <laughs> yes. goodness. Yes, God is good. Yes. And then my second question to you is, are you, um, I know that you're Arthur. Have you had the opportunity to probably like take your books and give it to young ladies that's in the military because like you mentioned before you're actually sharing this information to protect others have you met, went back to the military to share your story with others um at this time no i haven't but that's something that i definitely plan on doing um once the book is out and uh published for re for release um but at this time no i haven't done that yet So do you have a date for your book to be published? Yes, and the release date is July 11, um, 2020. And it will be available. It will be available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Kindle, and Nook. And I'm also working on an audio version. Well, congratulations. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> Nikki, do you have any questions? Yes, I do, Dominique. Um, this is Nikki from California, and my question to you is, during this time that you were going through that, um, how was your family support? I know you said that your mom had, you know, was taking care of your son. So how was support with your family? Was this a struggle, or what was the process that you guys went through as a family? Um, I had a lot of support from my family, but it was a struggle because um, I felt like when I was going through the things I was going through, uh, it was hard for my family to understand the things that I was going through. So the communication wasn't always as easy. Um, being able to articulate my feelings or the things that I had to face wasn't easy. Um, but we got through it, we grew through it, and I feel like it has made us stronger in the end. That's great. 
And now, um, do you do any like public speaking, not just some, the military of women that's going into, but do you do like public speaking for anyone now, like women who may be going through something or what is it that you do to to stay active? So you, I mean, cause you said you, it's been three years. So my question to you, do you go back and do any public speaking at all? Um, lately, I actually, well, before um, this pandemic started, I was actually doing uh, spoken word poetry shows. Um, so I would share my poems and I would write about different topics. Every every month we would do a different topic. So I would choose a poem that, that related to that. As far as public speaking and um, to talk about my experiences, no, this is actually my first speaking engagement. So I'm excited about that. Yay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity. <laughs> well, I definitely thank you for your uh, service and I'm just glad that you were able to serve and still come back home and be with your family. Yes. Yes. I appreciate yes. that. Yes. Okay, I have another question. So if you can share one piece of advice with a sister, what would that advice be? Hmm, one piece of advice. Huh. I would say to choose you in every situation. Sometimes we have to drown out our external voices and tune into our internal voices. If things don't sit right well with your spirit, remove yourself and choose you choose your peace of mind and choose loving yourself over everything else amen <laughs> amen sis amen amen um Dominique, this is Tyrese um from and I'm the state holder for Virginia and I want to commend you for your gratitude and for you just how you explain this. This definitely touched home for me because I also um, are healing from PTSD. Well, I'm healed, I'm healed. It took me a while, yes, yes. Claim it, it took man. me so long to get healed because my, situ my story is similar to yours, but I was afraid to speak out. I was afraid to speak out. I only told my dad uh, what happened to me at a younger age. And I didn't know it was PTSD until I went to um, a psychologist because I was begging. I was begging to get put like in the homes and I was begging to get treatment. So what I did as I got older, unfortunately, I got my hand stuck in the machine and I had to see um, a psychiatrist on a weekly basis. And he was like, that's PTSD. And I was like, what is that? He said, you know, it's famous for military people. He said, that's what you have. And I was like, well, why is he just saying it's famous for, you know, military people? Like, shouldn't that be for like everybody? So I started researching. I started researching. And now I understand that you do need inner healing to overcome this. So when you mentioned about spiritual depression, that's me because I was running from it. I was running from my healing. I was running from my purpose. 
I didn't want to talk about it. So I wanted to, to mention that I'm officially going to tell my story this year because I've held it in for too long. I've been holding my story since I was eight years old and now I'm 38. So now I'm going to release it. You really encouraged me and I cannot wait to purchase your book and show you support. God bless you. Wow. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm thankful that, that I was able to touch you and I have to commend you for, for, for even speaking about it now at this point. You know, healing looks different for everybody. And when you're ready to tell your story, you know, it, it's, it's your time. No one can rush you in that. And it's something so freeing about being able to speak out against it. Because like you said, you're healed. And I don't think that you will, you know, healing is, is, is never ending, you know. And it's the way that we, we change our perspective and how we look at it, you know, where it, we, no, we no longer get those triggers um, that put us back into that negative emotion. We can think about the experience that we that we went through and it might not make us get uh, anxiety or it, it might not make us, you know, feel that same emotion as as that we had when we first experienced it. And that's what I feel like healing is, you know. Um, so thank you for sharing that with me. And I'm and I'm honored that my story was able to touch you and to help you um, to be able to, to talk about yours. Yes, yes. 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 Mm. yes. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. I just had to take a breather break because I didn't know it was going to be this great and awesome. Just thank you yes. so much. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes we we think we can, you know, hear it and not feel it, or sometimes, you know, it's someone else's story. And you know, Dominique, you coming to the table has allowed other people really in this short length of time feel your message yeah. and that is that is really I'm really grateful for that thank you yeah, I yeah. am too thank Dominique you. this thank is Janita thank, thank, thank you so much, so much. <laughs> thank you guys yeah. for, for, for yeah. sharing this experience with me and having me on this show I, I, I'm so grateful that I'm able to touch you guys and that you guys can relate to my story so let us know how well, can we purchase your book and I know you mentioned exactly. and yes, give us the detail and let the audience know as they listening where they can purchase your book and how much is it. And give us your uh, Facebook account information. Okay, well. um Dark Night of the Soul will be available July eleventh, twenty twenty. It will be available on Amazon, Kindle, um, Barnes and Noble, and Nook. It is fourteen ninety nine. You can find me on Facebook at Dominique Terra. Um, that's Dominique with two O's, D-O-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E, Tara, T-I-R-A-H. And I also have a poetry page. It's Dominique Tara Poetry. Um, and I'm also on IG, and that's at Dominique the Poet. Thank you. Thank you. So at this time, I don't have any more questions. Do any of my queens have any more questions for um, Dominique for us at this time? No, I'm good, Amelia. Thanks again. Thank Dominique. you. No, I do. No, I do not have any questions. And I thank you, Dominique, for being at the queen's table. Thank you guys for having me. It, it was a great experience. <laughs> and um, I look forward to, to future engagements. Oh, definitely. And we'll chat a little later also, Dominique, because I like to get your address because I really would like to send you something oh. special. 
Thank you. I Just appreciate that. From the I Queen's definitely table. appreciate it. You're quite welcome. You're quite welcome. Okay, at this time, Janice, Janita, did you want to just take us in, in the call for us? Yes. I just want to thank you again, Dominique. This is Janita from My Sister Co, the founder. I thank my queens at the table, Miss Nikki from California. I thank our host, Amelia from New Jersey. And I also thank our other queen state holder from Virginia, which is Tyrese. So we just want to thank you so much. Thank you for being at the queen.